All right, welcome to the original podcast. I'm your host, DJ Double OG. What up, though? Oh, what's up, bro? in the mix, we got Twix in the mix in the building. We got Scooby in the building, and we got D Jones in the building. This is the original podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up with y'all? What's, what's up? up? What's going on, everybody? What's Bless going up? down? Bless up. Last things. That's right. Yes, now, we, <clears throat> it's notably we're missing uh, one partner in this uh, event called the Original Podcast. We're missing Are You Serious? Uh, and we're going to let him slide this week because he's on honeymoon uh, after sure, recently getting married this last week. So we want to say congratulations to Are You Serious on the wedding. It was beautiful. And uh, we hope he enjoys his honeymoon. And uh, me and Nita, we're going to actually, you know, get into the wedding and, and tell y'all our perspective uh, of what happened at the wedding and the whole nine. Uh, so we got a lot to look forward in this episode. Uh, but first things first, I want to get this out the way because I think it's the most important uh, topic going on right now. <clears throat> and I want to get you guys' opinion on it. It's the murder of the young man, Amir Locke. I'm not sure if you guys have heard about this story. Actually, we were in Hawaii when this thing happened. Um, but Amir Locke is a young black man in Minneapolis who was killed uh, Wednesday morning downtown Minneapolis by police officers while sleeping on his couch. It's very reminiscent of the Breonna Taylor situation where the police have a no-knock warrant they have a master key to the apartments. And it seems in this situation that Amir Locke's apartment was not the only apartment that they were knocking doors on this day. So apparently they were looking through a couple of apartments. They were looking for somebody. Uh, they weren't looking for Amir Locke. He didn't have a warrant for his arrest. His name wasn't listed on anything. <clears throat> as far as um, being a criminal, when the police busted in the door, they use a key to open the door. Uh, we got footage. I don't know. Have you guys seen the uh, seen the video footage of? I did. Of the situation, yeah. Jones. You have voluntary status. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, according. You can play for the people, though. You can play for the people, though. Well, you know, I no, no I'll, <clears throat> okay. I'm gonna throw it in there for them. But um, the video shows the police officers coming in the door, using the key. When they come in, they say search warrant search warrant they go through the hallway you see him go through the kitchen and then they go to the living room where Amir Locke was laying on the bed under the covers you see him get up from under the covers still under the covers on his knees um, <clears throat> while he's getting up from under the covers he was shot about four or five times and killed um on the couch he did report, he was, but you know it was right there licensed. He's, it was his crib, he's licensed, he's in his bed and he sleep. And people that are licensed, some people sleep with their peas. So when yeah, they he, walked he in, he's sleeping in his home. He does have a concealed and carry permit and he is licensed to carry. Same the video sideways. I saw, he had it He had it in his hand. So what had happened, the video I saw when they brought him all the way in, the officer had the camera like this, he was asleep. So they're screaming or whatever. You know how you say, if you're asleep and somebody's in your house and you they start screaming, you're the only person home, I got one on my bed. I'm going to do just what he did. I got it where I can grab it. You know what I'm saying? He was asleep. He just grabbed it like, oh, oh, like what? And by the time that happened, they had shot him. 
but he was in his house laying on his couch covered up with his licensed pistol. They And they weren't asking for him. Therefore, they should not have went in there like that because he wasn't even on the warrant. They shouldn't have. And then it, it's stupid that they are just now, oh, now we're going to put an immediate no-knock warrant. Mm, Should have did that with Bree. I mean, I, he, he, yeah, he, he was... He, he was in the right, the, they was in the wrong. He didn't point the gun at nobody. No, he didn't Was point he sleeping with a pistol? Yeah. If I was a police officer in that situation, what would I do? I don't know. If you're going to do anything, like, why the fuck y'all leave? Like, I don't, I don't need be... My thing with police and shit, man, with the system and shit like that, man, like... It's like, why would y'all, like, if I come in your house and I'm, if I break in your house, if I know you got a million dollars in your house and I come in your house and you sleep on the couch, bundled up like that, like, why would I, I slap you in your shit with anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you up under your cover, like, you can come, it's seven, eight of y'all cops, like, y'all rushing out, like, he ain't no threat, it's, one, two in the morning, like this nigga sleep on the couch. And he wasn't the person. They didn't want exactly. him. His house wasn't the original house. house. So that to me makes me angry because that means that could have been any of us. That could have been any of us. That could have been any of our family members that live in apartments. That could have been any of our kids, any of our cousins, nieces, nephews, any of us. Just because. I live in an apartment and somebody in here is doing something bad. You give the order and approval to do a no-knock warrant on several doors and y'all get to run into all of these doors with guns? What if it would have been a baby laying there with a play gun? Y'all gonna shoot him too? Because they did that, that young man was 22 years old. They don't know if he was 5 feet, 10 feet, 11 feet, 100 pounds. We don't know how big he was. We don't know if he looked like a kid or a grown man or nothing. What if it was a grandma who took a play gun like I do all the time for my grandkids? Give me that toy. And then I fall asleep and I got the damn toy on my lap. And now you're running in my apartment and I'm startled because I'm an old lady, but I got my grandkids play toy. And now y'all just took my life? Like, this is not okay, and it's worsome. It's tiring over and over and over again. This shit's getting old. They have got to stop. And then it's like, it's Black History Month. Just think, just think about how much weird distractions that been going on since February 1st. Already. Like, I, I, don't, I don't see, it's like Black History Month, like, Eventually, that's going to fade. Like, a lot of people, like, I don't know, like, for the next generation, it's like the Marcus Garvey's and all, you know, like, a lot of that shit gone, man, and it's up to, it's up to us to, to keep these, keep these things going and putting out this type of knowledge to the youth that they need to have, man, on, on their ancestors. And I totally I totally understand exactly what you mean when you said 
that the only way to stop it, you said you shouldn't say it because it sounds bad, but the yeah. only way for them to feel the way that we feel mm-hmm. is if the same thing that happened to us happened to them. So right. if they just randomly sitting on the side of a road, looking on the internet, playing on Facebook, yeah. and nigga just pop their ass, they'll yeah. be having a whole army, they'll name a street after dude, mm-hmm. they'll have... They'll have a memorial service. They'll shut the city down. They'll call them a day. It'll be a travesty, a tragedy. When it happens to us, it's oops, my bad. You know what? We're gonna try something different. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what it is. And and um, but uh, you know, I, I don't recommend anybody go kill a police officer because they gonna kill your ass. You know what I'm saying? I don't recommend anybody. Kill a in between because. But, I haven't had no bad encounters personally with the officers. I actually think a couple of them is cute. I don't hate the police. Yeah, but you're a black woman. It's a different interaction. It's a different interaction that you have and because you're a black woman. And this shit is terrible. But I'm tired let me, of let me the say bullshit, this. though. What's really uh, affected Minneapolis on another level, and I don't know if you guys remember the rapper Little Buddy. Yeah. Uh, but that is Little Buddy's son. Amir Locke is Little Buddy's son. Mm. Uh, the rapper Little Buddy, his name, uh, I forget his name. It's like, That's a, that, that was old school right there. Yeah, but he's from Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was So him and his wife, his wife is named Karen. Uh, him and his wife right now, they did, the, uh, they did a press conference yesterday and talked about it. But he didn't say I'm the rapper Lil Buddy. But mm-hmm. I know that's the rapper Lil Buddy's son that just was shot. Um and he was one of the uh one of the only Minneapolis rappers to ever, you know what I'm saying, get some real national shine, yep. real national video, yep. real yep. national love. And and last week I was saying this and Little Buddy is another example of the reason why a lot of rappers in the Twin Cities never blow up is because they can't leave the streets alone. You know mm. what I'm saying? They rapping, but they can't leave the streets alone. And the streets ain't going to do nothing but destroy you. And young black men, we got to understand that even if you make it out the streets, you're going to make it out with a whole bunch of scars. Some of them going to be lifelong scars. There's going to be some dirt on your shoulder. You have to go through a lot of reform to get that smell off of you. You get that feeling out of you, and sometimes it'll never leave. But the streets ain't nothing to play with. So little buddy was gonna be blowing up, right? He had a single out. I think he was yep. signed with Naughty by Nature. Yeah. And then he caught the case for the bank robbery shit, and ended up going to jail. And then there goes his career. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being a blowing up and becoming a famous rapper and being a Nelly before Nelly, you know what I'm that's saying? Real. Because that's the kind of vibe little buddy had. He didn't end up being Nelly. You know what I'm saying? Nelly slid right in and took his spot. But little buddy, yeah, he he couldn't leave the streets alone. Yo, but little buddy was nice too. Yeah, but it's sad to say that 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 his son has become the victim. You know what I'm saying? A, a something so sad as as being killed on your bed by the police. And like Bernita, like Scooby said, the Minneapolis mayor has halted no knock warrants temporarily until they can review uh whether or not they should the hennepin county uh attorney uh is asking uh the attorney general 
Keith Ellison to step in uh, and handle this for him uh, so he doesn't have to press charges just like he did with George Floyd. Uh, so Keith Ellison is um, probably going to take over the case. The family is being uh, represented by Ben Crump, who also represented George Floyd and who represents a lot of the people in Minnesota uh, that are called victims. This is the new... Ben Crump represents a lot of people. Yeah, he, he, just, he, he, he just... He the new Jesse Jackson. How, how do we feel about Ben Crump? I don't know him he at all. He get the job done. He get the job done. He getting paid. I don't there know you go. The there He's you go. There you paid, go. But the there you go. Getting, there you they're go. They're getting justice. Everybody getting paid. No, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about he get he get people paid. Yeah, but I don't know. That's what, what he's there to do. There's not. The, it's not like he got to prove it happened. It should happen. But see, we I don't know. I kind of, I kind of feel some way personally about that too. Just to come up financially off of somebody's death, it kind of like, it kind of like. Personally, it fucked me up, but mentally, it, and and it just when I think about it, the more I think about it, people be like, "Yeah, they deserve all of that money." But in your head, you be like, "Nah, I don't want this money. I want my, I want, I want George Floyd back." You know what I'm saying? That's what I really want. I want, I want so, a mere lock back. I don't want this. I don't want that. I, and 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 so Ben Crump, for him to be, for the first thing they say is. The family is represented by Ben Crump. And then to know that only thing he going to do for that family is get them a check. Really like hey, this. What, what you there for? Hey, let me let me ask you a question. Like if you if you if you had to choose, right, like let's say something happened to one of your loved ones by the police or whomever. Right. And you had the option between like, yo, you can either take this settlement for X amount of dollars or you can see the person that did it go to the joint for x amount of time you couldn't have both Ain't which no one you take amount of time i want them dead i don't want the bread if they can die no Fuck send them to bread. jail i i rather you go to jail so you you taking just the jail over the money just give yeah. them a life sentence man death. get them get them a life sentence no i don't want them to die i want them to go to jail for life and, and you can't go to no pc you got to go to the it's a they lot of people the in next... them joints and them prisons. You know what I'm saying? But we don't know yeah. their mindset. They can get in that prison and take over. And they can run and they can get TVs and they can get visitors and they can talk to their kids and their family. They can see pictures. Technology's a beast. They can zoom. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, death wasn't an option, though. see minds no more. Yeah. Die. Because if, if they don't kill you, I'm coming. Hands yeah, down. I'd rather, rather go to... I'd rather go... I'd rather them go deal with what, with what, you know. You know, when you go through things, it's gonna, it's gonna get, it's gonna get, it's get easy as, a, I mean, my brother, my brother got murdered, but it's like, I ain't never had no ill will. It's like, the person who did that, he going through enough trauma worse than what I can do to him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When we were like, younger, he, one of Soul's he, best he, friends he, got he, killed. He a, he a dead man walking, so it's like when you, when hey, come on, man, you just gonna do anything to throw me off. See how you see how you see how it's like the devil will try to get into anything. <laughs> he try to do anything to throw you off. You feel me? He'll get, in your, he'll get in your kid and have <laughs> <laughs> like, it's crazy, But you guys, man. 
when we were younger, man, like it's great. Come on, one of Soul's friends got killed, right? And the dude that killed him, they tried to only give him six years. Soul had like 10 family members that all went and got arrested. Everybody went to different areas, wherever they said they shipped them, they went and got arrested so they can get in that cell with that nigga and called everybody to find out where he was at. And they went in there and was handling that nigga, his whole rep. I don't even know if they done doing the same thing, but everybody started getting, they took him to jail. They didn't give him death sentence. They was da da da. When the next thing you know, such and such is locked, such and such got locked up. Oh, cousin, whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, little man went here, whoop. They was, they was looking for him because he killed ping pong. And when they got in them jails with him, he knew it. And they had yeah, to ship his ass somewhere else. Next thing you know, the other cousin went out of town. Oh, he's in jail. Okay, nigga, we're going to go. Woo, woo. Like, they was searching. They was on a hunt. They tried to get him in the courtroom. It yeah. went down. Like, you know, when you, you don't, when you, when you're young, you had that mindset where you don't care, right? You don't give a fuck what happens. You just going to do what you got to do. Uh, but, but now you got to really think with your heart because y'all know my little brother, my wife's brother, but he's just like my little brother. I'm doing more like 21 years. I've been knowing him since he was 12. You know what I'm saying? 14. I think it was like 12, 13. And we've been best friends growing up. And I mean, as we got older, you know, he was my best man at my wedding until he, he was killed four days before we were supposed to get married. So we got married April 30th. My brother was murdered April 26th. He was the best man. He was the everything. He was the only person to like come pick Prince up and take him with him on a regular basis and Prince was cool with it. He was the only person like I would trust with my kids. Aaron spent a night at his house all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like that was my brother. Like I love him. Like we talked about things that nobody else talked about. So me and him was probably, that was the closest person to me in life. I, I love you, Bernita. I love Reggie, but Dwayne was physically right. the closest person in my life. And you know, when I was in jail, he was the only one that would write me every week, two, three times a week. He was in jail, too, so he ain't had nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? That's why I used to tell people. Nigga, he ain't just had nothing else to do. But, like, <clears throat> like I gave him, I got him to give his life to the Lord. I was able to testify to him. You know what I'm saying? He was big, folks. He was, like, GD to the world blew up. And, 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 you know, he couldn't understand why somebody would crip for any reason so we would go back and forth all and all that but he was just like the best thing in the world so yesterday the dude that killed him just got resentenced because he went to trial for he went to trial they tried murder and they tried to drive by uh together because he murdered my brother stole his car went back to my cousin's house and did a drive-by on my cousin's house and then got out of his car and then tried to go in the house and kill my cousin and them. And the police just happened to be outside the house from, from the drive-by earlier. So he tried to sneak up the back alley. And when he snuck up in the back alley, that's when the police saw him and they caught him. So because of some law, they were supposed to try all the, excuse me. They were supposed to try all those cases individually. So they were supposed to try to murder individually and to drive by individually and the another attempt to murder individually, but they all tried it the same. So he got a retrial. So when he did retrial, he just got found guilty for the drive by 
and then he just got found guilty for the murder. So now we just did sentencing yesterday. So we was on Zoom sentencing yesterday. So we got sentenced to the same amount of time, which is like, it's 400 some months, but possibility of parole in like 15 years. So he possibly could do 13 to 15 years and get parole. So, you know, I was feeling some type of way because I was feeling like, yeah, you know, I hope they find him not guilty and let him out. You know what I'm saying? That's how I really was feeling like, you know, I I, I would never testify. You know, I didn't do none of that. I, I just hope you get home. You know what I'm saying? That's what I wrote him. You know what I'm saying? I told him, I just can't wait to see you and I miss you so much and I, I want you to come home. Uh, but they ain't never let him home. You know what I'm saying? And I really had to think about it like, you know, I would have been putting a lot of other risks at play, you know what I'm saying, to get revenge. And not only that, but then I'd have been putting somebody else through that same hurt, because no matter how bad he was to me, you know what I'm saying, somebody loved him, you know what I'm saying, no matter what, what type of person he was, or no matter what type of things he did. Matter of fact, to be honest with you, my brother loved him. You know what I'm saying, that was my brother friend. Like He killed him because he was high, and I don't know why, you know what I'm saying? But my brother saved his life. Like my brother, they called my, he was at my cousin's house. I don't know if I told y'all this story before of what happened to Dwayne. So my brother was, um, he was at some, he was at somebody's house chilling. It's like two, three in the morning. My cousin called him. My cousin, I ain't gonna say her name. She at the crib, this dude, Will, who, who killed my brother is at their crib tripping. He's trying to, you know, molest her, rape or whatever. He just doing too much and he won't stop. Mind you, this nigga, I know he smokes sherm. I know he drink, pop pills, weed, all of that. So I'm just assuming he was high. So they called my brother because Dwayne was the nigga that you call if you need anything done, right? If you need a nigga handled, if you need something done, plus that was Dwayne's friend. So Dwayne goes over there to pick Will up. So he gets to the crib three in the morning, get Will. They now, my other cousins is at the house. They got Will butt naked. They had him at the gunpoint. They stripped Will down butt naked because he was tripping. So Dwayne come in like, man, no, I'm just taking with me. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't got to do this. I'm just taking with me. Get your clothes and let's go. So they let him go because he didn't end up being in somebody's trash can, you know what I'm saying, for violating. <clears throat> so they let Dwayne, because Dwayne, if Dwayne talked, you listen. So they let Dwayne take Will with him. So Dwayne get Will in the car, get him off, and he take him home, because Dwayne loved Will. He ain't one of them bro, to happen to him. He called my uncle and aunt. He on the phone with my uncle, <clears throat> talking to him. Like, you know what I'm saying? This nigga Will tripping. Woo, woo, woo. I don't know what happened. I'm going to sink him home. While he on the phone, my uncle Will got out the car. Somehow, when the nigga get out the car, he get my brother gun. I don't know if he took it from him while he was in the car and my brother was on the phone or if he reached in the car and while he was talking and got it off his lap. He gets the gun. You hear all Anthony here is no, no, don't do that, man. Well, no, no, what you do? Pow, pow, pow. You shot him like three, four times. 
he take his body out the car. He take all his jewelry off of him. He take his shoes, <clears throat> he drag him out the car, throw him on the floor, jump in the car, put his shoes on, put his watch on, put his chains on, go to a, he goes to a, a, a car wash over north. Go to the car wash, try to wash all the blood out the car and the change his clothes. <clears throat> he gets in the car after leaving the car wash Goes back to my cousin's house, goes two blocks away, shoots in the air, do a drive-by in the rear. So he just shooting randomly like two, three blocks away so that the police got to go to where he's shooting at, right? So the police go to where he just shot off the shots. So while the police is three blocks away, he tried to creep back into my cousin's crib to kill them that was in the house. So he goes through the alley my little cousin got the, like babies in the crib. So the little babies see him in the backyard like, hey, that's what we'll do, that's Will outside. So she was on the phone with the police already because uh, we were trying to figure out what happened to Dwayne, right? So because they called the police earlier. So the police happened to be at the front of the house just talking to them. And he's creeping in the back of the house to kill everybody in the house. So they go to the back of the house and they catch him at the back door. They arrest him, take him to jail. He been in jail ever since. Well, we got 15. We got so, time to wait. That's my mindset. So, you have an excellent heart. I don't have that kind of heart. I, and, I, and I say, um, and, and I say, I don't have it now. Who knows what I'll have later, but I'm gonna let y'all know Right now, like you said, we got things to think about in life and family. I got grandbabies. I'm old. I'm getting older. Um, I'll try to be sneaky. So I ain't going to run up and, and I ain't going to leave no fingerprints and no evidence. I'm going to hope I don't. But you got to, in my mindset, like, you got to go. God will have to do a whole lot of grabbing a hold of Bernita, which he can. It's not impossible. It's very possible that he can change me and fix that part of me. I'm a very vengeful person, very vindictive person. If you hurt those that are close to me, very when when soul passed, we didn't know it was just the heart thing. We thought something had happened originally. Me and my kids was gonna be on one when that dude put up Antonio with the gun in Cali. I flipped modes. I changed. You change. And I just don't see myself not trying to end some people, person, and not worry about their kids, grandkids, because he ain't worried about me or mine. If it's my, my close ones, you know what I'm saying? My close ones, you... But you also have to think about yourself, too, right? Because, you know, being in not prison, it's a different... Right. Once, you, once, you, once you in there and you get out, you be like, I ain't coming back for nothing. You hear me? I ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah, it ain't, yeah. It ain't nothing. That, it ain't that what? serious. You know what I'm saying? Gonna... It ain't that serious. That's what you would think. So once... I think it's... If you, yeah, if you never been there... Maybe, but once you've been there, you probably be like, Man, it ain't that 
No, nah, I was going to say, uh, ah. you know, like can I you, said, can, I know some trees. Can you, can you, can you bear the weight? Yeah. That's what it come down to. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it, it's, it's, it's like, I'm going to tell you the truth. I can't. <laughs> I can't bear the weight. <laughs> Hell no. I can't. Hey. Hey, I'm gonna let God deal with you, man. I mean, it's it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I wanna let God fight that battle. Cause if I go and get off into some shit that them people tell me, yeah, you we just gonna give you a life sentence. Y'all just we pray just for me. You, if anything. We just gonna give you. I could nah, I, hell no, nah, I can't be what twenty five to what? See, nah, no, it ain't no. it ain't worth. It ain't and then I'm the type of, I'm the type of person like I'm not I'm not a confrontational person. You know what I'm saying? It's like I I ain't never like I ain't never had no beef situations. Well. I'm just in the beef, in the few. No, no, hell no. Like, I was raised, I was raised. If if it's a problem, then you address that problem. If we can't talk it out right here, then we gonna fight, and then we gonna get it over with. And then that's gonna be that. If you feel disrespected, or if I feel disrespected. I, as men, we should, and this been since I was a little kid, like, I never got into nobody else bullshit, or no, no click type shit, clicking it, doing, like, nah, I ain't never did, like, if it ain't got nothing to do with me, I'm not really on it, because I know if I miss some shit, and some shit end up happening, and then my daddy asked me, well, what you got to do with it, or uh, where's well, they shit, well, why is you and they shit and they couldn't figure they shit out? Like I'ma get in trouble for for some shit like that, following and doing some shit on some other mother. Know what I'm saying? So it was never that, but I can't bear that weight. I feel like man, whatever happened in life, this why I got to with it. It's like God gonna deal with that. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't seek revenge because. I'm not on that. I'm not trying to. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to do none of that. It's just gonna be a, a, a revolving door. You know. I know people. I know people in the projects that they kids, they kids then went out trying to get revenge for they daddy's death. They daddy didn't got killed when they was five, six, seven years old. Now they 17, 18, 20 somewhere and they going to look and kill the family of the people who killed their daddy before they you know what i'm saying like shit like that like it's it's still shit like that going on in the city it's like yeah when you grow up your main goal is you got people that's still around under them shade trees and all this shit that you still living around your mom your daddy got killed when you was two three years old your mind had no real job. Your mind had no real nothing but just to live in a project. She know this was she could stay at for whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's stuck, bro. Like, and they still living and being out and growing up and hustling on these same corners your daddy been hustling on. 
and you still got them old heads of them people that's around to where they, yeah, man, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's what's the name, little son. You know, motherfuckers get to talking and kids and these, these little dudes out here hustling and they learning the streets and they doing what they doing. And, oh, yeah, man, that's, that's old boy. Yeah, his, his people killed your dad. Uh, his people that killed what's the name? You know what I'm saying? And they are oh, damn. They they killed my. So it's still shit like that going on out there, man. Like it's sad, bro. Like it's like if you in a position to elevate and get yourself to another level out there, it's like nah. They find something, man. If you ain't strong enough mentally, they'll find something to keep you right stuck. They don't want to see you go no farther than motherfucking. Across that bridge to go see that little shiny ass arch. If you fit to go anywhere behind across that bridge over there, you trying to you fit to go to New York, Holly. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, hell no. Nah. They it's gonna be something to where you are gonna end up getting stuck in this shit. Like, no, nah, they don't want to see you go nowhere, man, out there. But I got off topic, but man, that shit, man, don't don't try to don't try to don't try to go like it's it's just it's like man if you, can, if you can avoid it, man, just avoid it, man. It's like Yeah, because okay, so we were talking about what we gonna do, uh what we do if in that situation. Um Jones, let me ask you real quick, uh, because you kind of started it. Would you risk it all for revenge? I can't hear nothing you're saying. It's on mute. Oh, you're muted. You got to unmute. You muted me. You put me in podcast jail. Oh, no. You were, you were drilling some drills. <laughs> you put me in podcast jail. Okay, Thank you, brother, okay. for letting yeah. Nigga, I'm going to try to talk. Nigga, I'm trying to ask questions during that thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, all right. Thank you for letting me out the joint, brother, man. I appreciate you, man. And me in podcast joint, man. God damn, man. What you mean you ain't know? You the one that said it. Yo, I'm going to mute you, brother. Yeah, but I didn't know I could unmute you, though. I mean, I didn't know you could just, I thought you could unmute yourself. My bad. No, 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 we good. Uh, would I go out and seek revenge? Is that, is that what you're asking me? No, I, I, no, I wouldn't. You, you want to know why, man, is... Although I, I've never been into, I've never been to the joint, man. I know individuals that have, man. And what a lot of people tell me, and even to a small, like slight, minimal, minuscule degree in the army, man. Here's what I've learned, man: is that you can't put a value on your freedom, right? Like you can't put a value on the ability to be able to just make moves when you want to move. You know what I mean? Do what you want to do when you want to do it. Um, do I look at the people like any differently that, you know, do seek revenge or think that's a better way to go about it? No, absolutely not. Right. Cause I get it, but could, could I do it? It's not a matter of, could I do it? Would I do it? No. Right. I, well, my grandma used to say never say never, but I, I think it'd be highly unlikely just because of the repercussions that come, you know what I mean? Uh, from it. So I don't, I don't know. Like the other question is, you know what I mean? Like I asked before, if something happened to your people, you know what I mean? And you had the ability to take, you know, the money, but that person is still out there or, you know what I mean? Have them do, do time. I don't know the answer to that. All right, let's, uh, let's move on because I got another thing that I want to talk about. It's, it's in the same realm of death. 
Um, and COVID-19 and all of that going on right now. HIV has a new variant that they discovered in the Netherlands that is twice as infectious and twice as severe. It's called the VB variant. It almost made COVID almost makes you forget about other diseases, right? Like I, you only think about COVID. You don't think about. I haven't thought about HIV in, in the last two years at all. Period. I thought people living with HIV every day, all day. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you don't think about HIV. It ain't like, like you'd rather have HIV than herpes right now. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Like you better off with HIV with the medical thing, the medical medicine that they got right now. You better off with HIV than herpes. I think you, I think Magic Johnson would much rather have HIV than have herpes. Okay. Because HIV now, they got medicine where you can take it and it's not even detectable and you can't even spread it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's how far we've come in the HIV thing until this VB variant hit. Um, let me ask you guys' opinion on the same thing. Uh, real quick, I just I need to just get a little clarification. Hey, that 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 variant ain't made it over here yet, though, has it? Like, no, I don't think so. It say it's right, just. Right. Been, well, yeah, brother. Well, I mean, you know, been, I think it's I think it's sad for the Netherlands, brother. Get, it's been that's been over there. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know that 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 that's you know that's crazy, man. Is that is like you said, man? And you want to know what is? I feel like that HIV. You know what I mean? Like the medication you could take for it or to make it non-detectable. They're kind of slid up under the radar. I felt like that should have been a bigger deal than 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 what it was. You know what I mean? Because if y'all remember, I think we we all around the same age, right? When that shit started popping, what in like the late eighties, nineties? You know what I mean? Like that shit was a big oh, deal. Remember they had the yeah. HIV special and they had the little light skinned chick from Minnesota. Uh, that that was on there, man. She was a kid, man. She and she had ended up getting it from her parents when she was born and shit. You know what I mean? But I remember. Like, yeah, because yeah, she was yeah. like downtown. Yeah, okay, I remember. What you're yeah, about. yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 shit was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I think just as of relatively recently, right? I had heard about like they got it where it's almost non-detectable up to zero percent and you can't spread it. and i was like holy shit! like this should have been on cnn or somewhere maybe i missed that day like mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i i I, I don't know. Oh, gosh, that's a tough one. Herpes or HIV. I mean, sheesh. <laughs> sheesh. Oh, no. I think I I'll mean, say HIV. You can't, you can't, but HIV, I don't know if I had the science right, so you have to correct me. In theory, HIV could turn into AIDS, yes? That's what HIV Okay, so nah, nigga, I'll take the bumps on my on my on my wing. I'm cool. <laughs> nigga, you trip? No, no, <laughs> you no, trip? I'll take. I'll you take can get the... bumps on your wing and in your face. And... That's okay. That's cool. You know I'll be saying? alive. You you'll take you taking the HIV that could turn to AIDS over just a couple little bumps. Damn, but the medicine they got the HIV ain't turning into AIDS. It's staying oh, HIV. Nigga, I go. I could. I could give me some of that. What's that commercial? I give me some valve tracks. I'll never have a breakout. Herpes come back and go and come back and go and come back and go and I don't know. You want to know what? Nobody want to do you no more. You just spraying it. Woo! Let me tell you. I'm, let me let me tell you. It's funny that you say that. Let me tell you a story right quick. Crisscross applesauce. <laughs> 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 this is way back in the day. Long, 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 long time ago. Anyways, so I met this chick. Right? Shout out to her. She's a very nice woman. Right? Very, very, very nice woman. So you know, we kicking it and. Uh, 
we we had went out to eat and yo the vibe the vibes was 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 dope and we end up getting to that point in in our relationship where we start talking you know what i mean where you know i mean it's time to it's, it's time to you know do what do what grown folks do it's time to move some furniture god damn it you know what i mean so we 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 ready and then she was like hold on wait right because we, we it's passionate it's steamy right and she's like yo just hold on just wait a minute i have to tell you something and i'm like whoa hey what you what you mean right now sometimes uh when that happens to individuals sometimes the woman or the man may want to tell you something that's traumatic right like hey i had this happen to me in the past therefore you know i just want to maybe take it a little easy or hey let's slow down or whatever but she was like hold on wait i just you know want to talk to you for a minute i was like okay well you know what's going on and she was like i just want to tell you that i do have herpes and I just wanted to be honest with you and you know, I don't, I don't have an outbreak right now. And, um, just kind of to give you a little background on it. Like if you want to have unprotected sex, we can, you know, it's just, you know, it just, as long as I'm not having an outbreak, um, you know, I think that you should be perfectly safe. And, you know, my outbreaks come when like, if I'm stressed or, you know, anything like that, but you know, I do a pretty good job maintaining them and I can kind of feel when they're coming on. So I would definitely let you know, you know what I mean? And I was just like, what like <laughs> what looking out. good looking what? out my hey let me tell you let me tell you what i'm not gonna tell I'm you why it's good looking I out appreciate you, <laughs> i was gonna tell you why that was good looking out but i don't want to go there <laughs> but yes major shout out to her real talk major shout out to her so then she had the the the, the damn temerity the unmitigated goal to be like so i mean did you still want to do this nah, we, no thank you you know what i mean now uh, maybe 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 I'll, i'm an asshole for this and maybe you can tell me right but after that night you know what i mean i never talked to her again in life right thank you very much thank but you very much but she did write me this long ass email talking about man the last you know month or whatever you know everything was great we talked every day on the phone we went on a whole bunch of dates like i thought you were gonna be that person you met some of my people and i'm just confused as to why you just ghosted me nigga what the hell are you talking about you're confused how <laughs> what <laughs> what do you what what do you mean right all right let's get into a little something else um dj double og we got Twigs, we got D Jones, we got Scooby in the building. It's the original podcast. Uh, there's so many things we could talk about, but uh, for time's sake, uh, I want to talk about the reason why Are You Serious is not here, right? A little bit about uh, where we've been for the last week, man. Uh, uh Scooby got the she got the little woofy bam around her neck. Uh, what's the proper word for it? Delay, delay, yeah. So this week we went um to a destination wedding kind of looks like what's behind me we went to hawaii for are you serious's wedding uh to his beautiful wife Lashawn, and uh me and my two kids went and scooby and our other sister sharon went and um it was a beautiful event man let me say it was a it was an image of black excellence um it was it was beautiful. It was well put together as far as, you know what I'm saying, the wedding goes. And you had an event planned up to it. And uh, yeah, that's a picture from, word, word, from the word, wedding word, word, word. with uh, Reggie and LaShawn. And 
The reception was dope. It was outside at Paradise Cove. 80 degrees every day. No mosquitoes. No flies, really. This ocean is beautiful. You can walk 50 blocks in the ocean and it still be only knee deep. Like, the waves hit you great. It's a whole bunch of surfers. Like, I think Hawaii is pretty much, I don't know, I've never been to Hawaii before, so maybe that's why I'm so geeked about it. But it was probably the most beautiful place I've ever seen, man, you know. It was a beautiful last event. Um, it was a, a picture of, I mean, imagine 70 Black people strong just showing up to Hawaii to support the union of two people, man. It was just a beautiful thing. Now, uh, <clears throat> D. Jones ordered chitlins in the middle of the wedding. That was funny. He was like, yes. I, want a bu- I want a big bucket of chitterlands. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, you know what? Let me get two buckets of them chitlins. That was just <laughs> hilarious. Yo, uh, shout, out to Le- to- shout out to Sis for playing that. So I, could- I couldn't make it, man, because the Army has, uh, well, down here where I'm at, they put a lockdown on us and wouldn't let us travel um, until, well, they'll relook at it like March, April. So I wasn't able to go. But, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, what I... There, there wasn't any way in the world that, at a minimum, I wasn't gonna be able to say something at my brother's wedding. So, you know what I mean. What he's talking about, man, is I sent in a recording. And shout out to Lashawn, shout out to Sis that was able to, you know what I mean, play that. So, you know what I mean. Like, I, I, I nigga, it, it killed me. I couldn't be there. It killed me a billion percent. But yeah, you know, I'm glad that he at least got to hear my voice. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that set the whole mood, man. Yes. That, set, that changed the whole mood of the wedding when that when they played that recording. Because I was emceeing and them people, you know, we're going to talk about that in a little bit too, right? Uh, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, when 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 the song, I, dude, I haven't heard that song in so long. And and uh, Dwight was like, I'm going to get them to play this song, watch. So when they played the song, I'm like, okay, well, maybe they didn't have Diaz recording. They just got the song. So I let I let um, so Are You Serious came up and he rocked the song. You know, Are You Serious and Diaz used to be in a rap group. Uh, they still are, but they just don't rap no more. They retired. But the rap group is called Too Easy, and they got this song produced by this dude, and he sing on it. And a shout out to B Roller. It's called uh, Do I Have a Chance, and the song is actually banging. And it was a perfect song to play at the wedding, right? Because he got to rap it to her. It was dope. That was dope. That was dope. When he got up there. He up, spit his the whole verse. Yeah, I need that video, man. He spit his whole verse. Yeah, he spit his whole verse to Do I Have a Chance? And then um, I cut the song off rudely because <clears throat> um, I didn't want to hear anybody else's verse. It did. <laughs> and what's funny is, to me, nobody else knows why I stopped it but me and Reggie. So the look that Reggie gave me when I said, no, nah, we don't want to hear that, stop it, was golden to me. That was like, when he looked at me and laughed, because I stopped it when B-Roller verse came on. He just, it just made my whole day. You know what I'm saying? Because... You tried to avoid saying his name, then you just yeah, said it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trying... No, 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 I said, no, I said, I said, I said that dude B-Roller, I said that oh, dude okay. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I did say it. But uh, no, it was just funny because, yeah, he just, it was just hilarious, right? So after that, you know, what I want to bring up about the wedding, um, and what me and Twix is kind of it kind of goes to what we were saying earlier, right? Is that um, you know sometimes people's mentality is different. So in the speech in the wedding, I told I told a little bit about my brother because 
it was about 70 people out there. And I think Reggie brought six people. It was me, Bernita, my kids. That was four of us. Sharon, five. Lil Chris and his girls, six, seven. Sin and Dwight and Dwight Jr. So that's about 10 people. So Big Dwight and Lil Dwight. And then mm -hmm. that was it. Lil Chris, Sin, Big Dwight, Lil Dwight. That was it. So it was about 10 people. The other 60 people were there with LaShawn, right? And when the family pictures came up, they said, you know, and let's take family pictures. So LaShawn had about 30, 40 people take a picture with her and her family. And when they said, okay, let me see the groom's family. It was just me and my kids and Bernita. And it was kind of sad. Now, do we got family? We got like hundreds of cousins. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? We got hundreds of cousins. Like we not without any kind of family but when when they asked for the family to come up it just kind of threw me off because you know when you really think about it it made me sad because this is all we got it's just me and my sister and my brother we all we got we don't have nobody else and dwight i mean Dez, you would have been up there if they would have said it. i don't even know why they wouldn't let dwight in the picture you know what i'm saying to be honest with dwight you. dwight dwight didn't jump in there no, but I'm like, that's just like they had said immediate saying. family because him yeah. and the other guy, if they was going to come, but yeah, because I'm like, we need Dwight and seen in this because we all family, like, we, we got to be blood to be family. We family, we all we got. So, yeah, so when I, when I was talking in the speech, I was like, you know, we come from nothing, and when I say we come from nothing, I'm talking about generationally. And I don't think those, they didn't, they, they didn't understand because I didn't really break it down. But like, you know, D Jones, you come from the North side. So that's nothing. Like where, where did you stay on the North side? Like what you was in high ends, low ends, where you was at? No, 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 no. So initially I was uh, off of 26 in James. James, the, that's the hood. You understand what I'm saying? That's the North side. So when we say we come from nothing, to see where he's at now. Like, we come from nothing. Like, I told them, me and my brother slept in the same bed till we was 12 years old in the twin size bed. You know, we used to watch black and white radio TVs. You know what I'm saying? We didn't get a game system until we was 12 or 11 years old. We first got a Nintendo. Like, my dad was up here because he had a job that paid $35,000 an hour, $35,000 a year. We was, we was up there. You understand what I'm saying? Like our families, our families come from nothing. Nobody never had nothing. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody still don't have nothing. Nobody, you know, Bernita is the first person in the family to ever own a home other than my mom and dad. You know what I'm saying? And nobody kept their home. Like, let's just be honest with you. My mom and dad own a home and they got it foreclosed on. Bernita didn't keep none of her homes. Thank God we're going to keep this one that we just got. But like nobody ever had nothing where they could hold on to and say, this is what I got and this is what we could pass on a generation. I think all of my aunties and my uncles, to, just to be honest with you, they all been on drugs or on drugs now. Like nobody never had nobody to look up to and say, he made it out the family. All of my cousins is on drugs, stealing, killing, stealing from each other, robbing each other, hustling. Ain't nobody in none of our family ever had nothing. You understand what I'm saying? So Reggie is the one in our family that made it because he making six figures a year because he ain't never been to jail because he ain't never been on drugs. He ain't really no drinker. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's what I instilled in him growing up. I never let him do any other stuff that I did growing up. When we was kids, we met Dwight and Dez, and I'm like, them is your homies. You sticking with them. You not fucking with me. You understand what I'm saying? Where I go, you can't go. I'm going to come around and hang out with y'all. Y'all are going to be the lifelong. Listen, we all met at the same time. Them is my brothers right now. They more friends than any of the friends I've ever had in my entire life because I knew the lifestyle that I was living wasn't meant for him because it was meant for me. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't meant for him. So I never let him I never let him be who he, who who I was. So he always been like, like I compare it to having somebody in your family win a go to the NBA, right? That's how my little brother is. Just because he out there in California, he ain't got no baby mamas. He ain't got no drug addict problems. He ain't got no criminal record. He's smart as hell. He just graduated college, even though he's 39. He still graduated college before any man in my family has ever graduated other than my dad. And my dad was like 55 years old when he graduated. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So my brother did everything first. So when I tell people we come from nothing, we come from nothing. So when I seen her family out there and they 60 deep representing and they all black and they all beautiful, you know what I'm saying? It's like black excellence represented. That's the next level. And it hurt my feelings because I'm like, okay, my brother, I'm going to just be real honest with y'all, just being 100% transparent. When my brother was on that bus, we was riding out there to get married. I just couldn't stop crying on that bus because all I'm thinking about is I'm losing my brother. He ain't going to never come back home. I ain't going to never see my brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Look at these people that surround him. That's that's the type of family I want my, my kids to have. You understand what I'm saying? I want my kids to be able to be like, we going to the next level of black excellence. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying when we're 60 deep in Hawaii, representing our family and representing the love. But you know what I'm saying? Like my family, if we were 60 deep in Hawaii, they'd be trying to rob each other. Somebody would have been in jail. Somebody would have been in jail right now. I couldn't leave back. I'm going to be honest with you. I was breaking quarantine the whole time I was in Hawaii. I wasn't supposed to leave my hotel room because I didn't have vaccination cards for my kids. So they put me on quarantine. When you get to Hawaii, if you don't have a vaccination card for you or your kids, I didn't know. It's five and up. On all the website information that I got for Reggie's wedding, everything says 12 and under. So I just assume that because everything on the website that Reggie sent me said 12 and under, that's how Hawaii was. But that's not how Hawaii is. Hawaii is five and up. So when my kids got there, we didn't have no, no negative tests because I assumed 12 and under was cool. So they told us we're on quarantine. You can't leave your hotel room. So they called the hotel room that we at at the airport and tell them we're on five-day quarantine. We're not allowed to leave the hotel. So when I get to the hotel, I'm not stupid. I'm like, unless the police come and we're not staying on quarantine. Town. Fuck you talking about? I didn't fly all the way to fucking Hawaii to sit in my hotel for five days. And fuck you and that quarantine. So I go into the room. Now, the dude fucked up because he like, you know, if you got family in Hawaii, you can just quarantine at their house. You got quarantine at the hotel. This is what he told me at the airport. I'm like, no, nah, we all at a hotel. When I get to the hotel, I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, we all, my kids ain't with me. I got my vaccination card, so I'm good. I had to get vaccinated for my job. Otherwise, I wouldn't even have shit. So I got vaccinated, so I'm good, but my kids don't have no vaccination card. 
So they got a quarantine. And of course they would meet with me. I got a quarantine. So I told the lady up to tell my kids ain't staying at the hotel with me. They staying with family. So the whole time I'm nervous and scared because I'm breaking vaccine code quarantine. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if the police gonna pull up on us at any time. I don't know if they're gonna run up in the hotel room. I don't know none of that. But I know one thing, I didn't come all the way to Hawaii to sit in no fucking raggedy ass, stinking ass hotel room. And the hotel room was the biggest room in the hotel and it was garbage. It was just, the, the location, I stayed in the Royal Grove Hotel. There you go, shout him out. Royal Grove Hotel, the location is the dopest location, two blocks off the beach. Next to right at, right on the strip, at the end of the strip, right next to everything. You can't beat the location. The hotel rooms is garbage. It's like a motel. You couldn't even call it a hotel. Like the highway motel, like when you come to Minnesota and you get off on 7th Street and you get off, you leave the airport and you're driving down 7th Street and you see the highway motel. Imagine that room in Hawaii. So the hotel is, or like the old, uh, old, ho imagine a hotel you took a hotel to before. You too, or a male hotel. Just that's how raggedy like the hotels is. They just garbage. But the location was great. So anyway, I got to sneak my kids in. There's only one way to get in, one way to get out. So I'm trying to get big and tell them to stand behind me so we can sneak past this lady every time we got to come in and out the hotel so we don't go to jail for breaking quarantine. So I'm the ignorant nigga in Hawaii. I'm smoking weed with the white on the streets. We smoke weed at the venue. The security pull up on us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like... Like, I was embarrassing my brother. I, I, and Bernita, she's so loud. She's screaming on the bus. She's talking when nobody wants her to talk. She's singing songs, and everybody else is like, shut up. And she's like, I'm finna turn up. Like, she acting drunk, and she not drunk. It was just, it was just like, we was like, like, imagine the movie Welcome Home, Roscoe. You know how Roscoe Jenkins' family is all ghetto as fuck? That was us in Hawaii, fam. And the other family is the this. family. I wasn't drunk. I was sober. They didn't no, want the drunk. That's what I'm saying. The sober yeah, me, just, I said, I'm gonna be sober. It was just <laughs> crazy how 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 the whole situation played out. How we was the 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 ghetto crazy side. It was the hood. And and her side of the family was like the Huxtables, nigga. It was just like every yo. You need the combination of the both though. Yes. That's so so. It was just beautiful. I seen the see hood that. stuff that they did, but what they did is what they did. I seen it. <laughs> so what what I'm saying is like, so my my brother got to go to the next level. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like like D Jones, y'all is the next level. Like our parents, they was right here, and they try to push us to the next level, right? And then y'all got it, and now y'all taking it to the next level as far as black excellence goes, and. When Twix was saying in, in St. Louis, he like, they don't want to go nowhere. He like, and that's that's where my mentality was until I got to Hawaii and saw Black Elks. Nigga, I don't want to leave St. Paul. I want to buy all my food at the corner store. I want to drink these expired ass pops they selling us all the time. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with eating at Leo's and eating this fried rice that he probably ain't clean his kitchen in a year, but he right here. So I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want nothing better if this is all you know and this is all you live in and we come from a place where literally just having a job 
made us bougie. Like just having a job makes you something where we come from. And they're like, just having a job. We all have jobs. We all have degrees. We all have careers. This motherfucker's over there that was making two, 300,000 a year, 150,000 a year. Like uh, most of them people was balling out of control. And just to see the, the level up, it kind of made me realize how fucking poor I am <laughs> and how fucked up our family is. But also to know that that there's a future and that my kids will be on the next level where their general, their kids' kids, it'll be normal for them to go to college. It'll be normal for them to have degrees. It'll be normal for them to own homes and own cars and own businesses. And You know what I'm saying? You won't be the weird one just because you go to work every day. My dad was the weird nigga because he went to work every day, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was bougie because he went to, he had a job, because he believed in God. Like, Twix, you were saying that. Like, that's that's how they treated my family. Like, we was the bougie ones in the, in the hood because all of my family did drugs, sold drugs, and we believed in God and went to work every day. You know what I'm saying? So, we was, so everybody looked like we was, and so I thought, I thought I was something until I seen that. And then I see, damn, nigga, you really ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, all you got is this. And this is where you got to be. So that's the one thing that you I have took to... from Hawaii. All right. Uh, but we're going to get into the more of that next week, man. And if you guys got any questions, uh, you could definitely drop a comment or something to let us know. Um, let's get into our favorite episode or the clip of the day. But uh, this week, we're doing it a little bit different, right? D. Jones did a throwback review. And he pre-recorded it because we weren't sure if we were going to do the podcast because we were all going to be in Hawaii. Uh, for this wedding and just getting back and we didn't know who's going to have time. So D. Jones, you know, he on top of his game. He pre-recorded it. So we're going to watch uh, D. Jones' review. Plus, he been wanting to do that anyway. He don't like my editing skills. So I don't like it. <laughs> he, was, he just like, you know what? I'm tired of this, nigga. I'm going to do it my way and then we're going to switch it up. So oh. there you go. D. Jones reviews. Oh. It's DJ Double OG original podcast. What's up, D. Jones? How you doing? Yo, bro? man, I appreciate you, brother, man. New week, new review. Welcome to D. Jones Reviews. Good. It's your hood movie critic. Y'all, I appreciate y'all pulling up. So check it out, man. Usually on this platform, I review and rate relatively new independent movies. However, today we're going to do something a little different. I call it throwback review in the film we'll be getting into is belly made in 1998. God, dog. Belly is about two young friends involved in organized crime and drug dealing find out that their priorities differ. This film was directed by the legendary Hype Williams. Yo, let's jump into the cast. First, we have Takao Method Man playing the role of Shamik. Next, we have the lovely T-Boss playing the role of Tion. Next, we have Nasty Nas to Esco to Escobar. Now he is Nas, Nazir Jones playing the role of Sincere. And lastly, we have the dog himself, D.M. 
X. Yo, rest in peace to DMX. And now it's time to move to the hits. It's pretty. It's so pretty. In the missus. As always, y'all know we start with the hits. Belly probably has the most iconic opening scene ever. Nas with them black light contacts, them walking through the club in slow motion with that soul to soul playing in the background. I'm talking about however do you want it, however do you need it. Yo, my, that shit is perfection. That Next is the wardrobe. Yo, chef's kiss to that. Like, it was, it was, it was so dope. It was, it was quintessential hip hop. Tim's Pelly Leathers, right? The 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 Fat Farm, the Sean John, the Woo Wear. Hey, real quick, was Woo Wear hot? Was like niggas wear Woo Wear like that? I don't know. Hey, uh, hit me in the comments and let me know. Anyways, let me get back to it. Uh, this should go without saying, but the score, the soundtrack. Get out of here, man. Like, listen, go, go wherever you get your music from, wherever you stream your music. What I want you to do is I want you to go on there and listen to that belly soundtrack. Tell me that thing ain't hit. The cinematography was perfection. Like every single scene was beautiful. Yo, Hype was just showing his ass this movie. Yo, it was, it, it was gorgeous. It, it, it's beautifully shot. And lastly, the concept of the film overall, dope. But now it's on to the misses. I'm not sure if this first one is a miss per se. It's more of a question, I think, which is what was Keisha's night routine before going to bed, right? Like, and why did it include her being so lubed up? Like she was mad glossy, like her whole body. God, dog. Yo, she must've been using the finest of shea butters. Man, I bet you they went through a gang of sheets. Anyways, what I do know that was a miss for sure was the fact that Tommy was a grown ass man messing with a 16 year old. <laughs> yo, yo, remember when Keisha called old girl when Tommy was in the shower, right? Remember what old girl told Keisha? She told her, Tommy said we was too young to do it because I'm only 16, but I did suck his D the night before last. <laughs> what are they on? Yo, Tommy was on that Kells back in 98. Yo, they was bugging. And lastly, and maybe most importantly, outside of meth and DMX, Belly gave us a masterclass and terrible acting. Holy shit, was it bad? Oh man, I, let me give y'all just a little taste. T, let's go to Africa. Huh? You act like Africa is right down the block. <laughs> like he was asking her to go to the Hoochie Burger or something. Not to mention, where in Africa are you trying to go, my G? It's an entire continent. Pick a country. What are you doing, Sincere? Hold on, though. Uh, 
Don't worry, just wait, cause it gets better. T-Box, your response? I mean, but I mean, I mean, I don't know. Africa's far. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I need a break. Give, give me a second. I... All right, my bad. I'm back. That, yeah, I, I needed a break. Anyways, listen. Overall, Belly had a lot of bright spots, some classic moments, dope ass music, and the screenplay isn't bad either. It's, it's, it's actually written well. It's the amazingly bad acting that kills everything. It makes it almost unwatchable. Listen, I hesitate to say this because you might look at me differently, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Listen, I've seen better acting in pornos, right? When my man knock on the door, talking about, yeah, I got a big black pipe that needs some unclogging. I want y'all to go back and watch Belly and tell me I'm wrong. Wrap it up. He's disrespectful, but I'ma listen. Let's take it to the Blackfish rating. Back in 1998, 16-year-old me would have gave this five Blackfish all day long. However, today I am giving Belly four Blackfish. I appreciate y'all pulling up. Yo, this was fun. All right, I'm gonna try to do this about once a month with a throwback review. However, I want y'all's suggestion. I want y'all to tell me what black throwback joint you want me to review next. Leave it in the comments. And that's all I got. I'm the Hood Movie Critic. Peace out. Uh, thank you, D. Jones, for your D. Jones reviews. Now let's uh, let's all go over this review, right? I kind of am feeling the way, like, are you serious? Was like you a little too negative for my taste. I, I felt offended when you said the acting was bad. I felt offended. <laughs> I, I I honestly Why? felt offended Why? for Nasir Jones because he said, "T, let's let's go to Africa, baby." You don't believe that. You don't believe that. I'm not. I'm not gonna let you suck I mean, me in. I don't. I don't know what to say. I mean, Tom. I mean, maybe. Nigga, it's tell, tell me where where I told a lie. You told me where maybe, I told a lie. I'll take it back. Maybe it's nostalgia. Maybe it's throwing back. It's exactly what Belly, it is. Belly happens to be one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. DMX killed his role in Belly. DMX is a real good actor. That's fact. That's fact. Now, Nas, I thought Nas did good in this movie. No, you didn't. No, you didn't, brother. No, no, listen, listen. I thought Nas did great in this movie. I thought Nas' role in this movie was on point. Until you said that Nas' acting was bad. And then I had to think about how many movies Nas has been in since his role in Belly. And how many movies has T-Bot been in since her role in Belly, and I, I, I think the answer is zero. So they, they probably weren't that good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and in my mind, they weren't as good. So now I'm gonna have to go back and watch Belly. Yeah, also, no, please do. Also, it was R. Kelly-ish, the fact that DMX was with the 16-year-old, and the only thing she would let him do was give him head. That was very R. Kelly-ish of the whole situation. And, and you know, back in the day, I guess it was cool. And it, turn the light back on, bro. But yeah, that was very R. Kelly. Hey, let, let me let me ask this though, and, and maybe I'm bugging, and I don't remember. Maybe back to 1998, 
but for some reason, I don't feel like I really, like we really like looked at the fact that Tommy was a grown man getting dome from a 16 year old. I felt like we sped past that a bit. You know what I mean? Where I'm watching, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, what is this? Back in the day, it was like, if they old enough to drive, they old enough to ride. <laughs> but you gotta also think about my family, right? My mama had a baby at 14. You know what I'm saying? My auntie had a baby at 12. Like a lot of our family, like having babies young was, it was different back then. You know what I'm saying? 15. No, 15, no, for sure. That was almost I, the norm. I mean, I, I, I had two issues with the movie, right? And, and I think that they're fair, right? Which is nigga, uh, uh, Tommy being a goddamn pedophile and Nas and T-Boss terrible acting. T-Boss said, Africa is far. Like, get the fuck, like, nigga, get out of here. Like, and, nigga, it was, <laughs> nigga, like, it was, there, there was bad acting. Even, even the nigga, uh, what was my nigga that, uh, 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 who's getting shot on the couch that, that, that DMX made him strip in the basement. Right, whatever his name is, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, that nigga was it. terrible. Like, yo, man, yo, I'm gonna get you back, B. Like, yo, the acting is bad in Belly. It just, it just is. And I think a lot of us give it five, five black fists, or I think a lot of us uh, think that Belly is classic just off nostalgia. But if we go back and really watch Belly, it's it's not a classic. It's 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 not. It's really not. But it's dope as fuck, though. It's, 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 Belly's super dope. Classic? Absolutely not. And outside of that, yo! D. Jones Reviews, man. Hit me. Follow me. Hey, real quick. Yo, I'm on the quest to 100 followers. Right? I am almost there. Yo, we are at 86 followers. Listen, 100 might not be a lot to anybody else in this world, which is fine. However, I want to say December 9th is when I started D. Jones Reviews, just the page, right? With like the little logo that I had it, that I had initially. And I started with nine followers, right? So I'm at 86 right now. I'm on a quest to 100. Thank you and shout out to everyone that 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 has supported me that has supported everything that's going on yo shout out to the individuals who have uh, uh dm me and asked me to review their movie yo let's get to 100 yo please follow me d jones reviews on instagram yo and if you want my full like what y'all see is is edited if you want the full unadulterated like real raw uh review of everything original man go to the original uh, uh uh podcast it's on instagram it's on youtube man follow us i tag it every single time i post something man y'all follow that if y'all want my like full review that's all i got deal double man i appreciate you brother oh we appreciate you d jones d jones reviews this week was a throwback man we appreciate that and each week every week like you said new week new review we're not gonna stop and 100 followers is a lot, man. We got to get this man to 100 because we're doing this all organic, right? We're not buying That's followers. Right. We're not doing a whole bunch of paid promotions. You know what I'm saying? I think I did two paid promotions so far. I don't even know how the other one I just did went. And it's hard because, you know, sometimes I I, I try to stick to the podcast. But in my personal life, I be wanting to post stuff that I know is going to get me banned from Instagram or Facebook. So... I've been trying hard. Not I gotta I gotta work on posting more, uh, and and, and posting more, and getting our followers up. But we're doing this organically, man. So we appreciate any love, any support. Even if from even if we getting love from the same seven people, listen, 
if the same seven people like my stuff, I appreciate those seven people, fam. Don't think we taking it for slight. If the same seven people share my shit, I appreciate those seven people. That means a lot to me because that's seven more people than, than, than didn't share my shit. You know what I'm saying? So we appreciate everybody, every follower. It's that's real. It's real. This we not nobody. We just doing this out of the love. We're not doing this for a check. We're doing this to spend time with each other and hopefully put one or two people up on game that listen to our podcast, man. So we appreciate all the love. It's DJ Double OG, it's D Jones, it's Scooby. We out of here. We'll see y'all next week. Stay black. Mahalo. 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 Love y'all, man. Peace out. D Jones hit me. Yo, 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 hit you. All right. Bye.